Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, May 28th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. A third of us showing signs of clinical depression. Las Vegas Casino scheduled to open next week. President Trump threatening Twitter. New Zealand hospitals reporting zero COVID cases. The average adult in the USA packing on five pounds during the pandemic. Also ahead, will New York collapse? But first, a new report from the Census Bureau says 30% of Americans now display symptoms of clinical anxiety and depression. Researchers say unemployment, social distancing, fears over personal finances, and health concerns are fueling the crisis. Doctors also predicting a surge in post-traumatic stress disorder in the coming months. Las Vegas welcoming guests back to the casino starting June 4th. At least three resorts have been given the green light to reopen. The Bellagio, New York, New York, and the MGM Grand. Owners submitting a seven-point safety plan to the governor's office, including hand-washing stations, digital menus, and more employees to enforce social distancing. President Trump threatening to sanction Twitter and other social media platforms that censor conservative opinion. Twitter recently labeled some of Mr. Trump's tweets fake news, but did not remove the posts. Mr. Trump telling his 80 million tweet people, quote, we will strongly regulate or close them down. New Zealand reporting zero virus hospitalizations across the country. The last positive patient was discharged Wednesday. There are now less than two dozen infections down there. The island nation of 5 million people reported just 1,500 cases of COVID overall, resulting in 21 deaths. The average American has gained at least five pounds since the lockdown started in March. A survey from something called Naked Nutrition says two-thirds of us now eat unhealthy foods like potato chips and cookies at least once a week. Half of U.S. adults say they are fearful they will, quote, never get their pre-virus bodies back. Wow. In a moment, New York, is it on the brink of disaster. Right back with it. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven, your most valuable asset. Imagine losing your home to an online scammer. In an instant, you have no place to live and your home, your security, no longer yours. The crime is called home title theft. It happened to a friend of mine. It's one of the fastest growing crimes in the country, which is why you need home title lock. The title to your home is online, where thieves can find it and forge your signature on a quit-claim deed. It then appears you sold your home. They can borrow against the house and leave you with payments. Your bank and insurance will not cover you, but you can avoid this nightmare with Home Title Lock. Please go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address to see if you're already a victim. Use code BILL. With 30 free days of protection to help you through the crisis, that's code BILL at HomeTitleLock.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Will New York collapse? In 1981, director John Carpenter released a movie that put New York City in a bad light, literally. Gotham was portrayed as a depopulated, dark prison where federal authorities dumped violent criminals to fend for themselves. Any attempt to escape from New York resulted in execution. Today in real life, the pandemic has devastated New York City, bringing fear and grief to its 8.5 million residents. Even before the contagion, folks were getting out. According to the Census Bureau, 181,000 people left New York State last year alone, an exodus that leads the country. Many moved to Florida, land of sunshine and no state income tax. While New York ranks first in overall taxation, Florida is 47th and now has 2 million more residents than the Empire State. In spite of that, Florida will spend around $93 billion this year, while New York's budget is an incredible $177 billion. So the question becomes, do New Yorkers get more services than Floridians? No, they don't. Do New York kids get a better education? No, they don't. Do New York drivers have better roads? Nope. And then there is the COVID invasion, which could seal New York's fate, at least short term. A significant number of businesses and workers may flee, having experienced hell for months. That means tax revenue will plummet. So Governor Cuomo and his fun bunch of Democrat legislators will have to raise taxes even higher or risk default. New York currently runs a $6 billion yearly deficit despite bleeding its workers for every cent. After COVID, some folks will no longer use the squalid subway system, so it will fall deeper into debt. Already, the state has approved a new punitive toll for driving into Manhattan. When does enough become enough? New York City is a tremendous cultural bastion, but For some, it has become painful to live and work there. With so many residents packing up, city real estate prices will collapse, especially high-end apartments. Restaurants and stores will shutter, and the city could approach the brink as it did in the 1970s. The incompetent totalitarian mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, is already demanding a federal bailout. But the mayor has a very weak case after allowing his wife to spend close to a billion taxpayer dollars on an educational program, which amounted to little. Governor Cuomo is trying to leverage the pandemic into a White House bid, but he has to know the desperate shape his state is in. In the Escape from New York movie, a thug named Snake Plissken is sent to the decaying city to rescue a president who's being held hostage there. The current president, Donald Trump, is a lifelong New Yorker, or was, realizing that Pliskin or Batman or Green Lantern or anybody else cannot rescue Cuomo land, Mr. Trump recently said adios and moved to Florida, where he will have plenty of company going forward. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Edward and his wife, Margaret, were looking forward to retirement. Edward started having serious health issues a few years before he turned 65 and 
had to take an unplanned early retirement. The loss of income and medical bills meant Edward could not afford his expenses, including the premiums on a $1 million life insurance policy. Faced with lapsing their policy for nothing, Edward and Margaret turned to Coventry Direct and were able to sell the policy for $130,000. If you own a life insurance or term policy that you don't need or can't afford, Coventry Direct can help you receive an average of four times more cash than you'd get from your life insurance carrier. You can even sell a portion of your existing policy and still maintain coverage with no future premium obligations. See if you qualify. Please call 1-800-888-3791 or visit CoventryHelpsSeniors.com. That's 1-800-888-3791 or visit CoventryHelpsSeniors.com. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 14 years ago today, baseball player Barry Bonds hit his 715th home run, breaking Babe Ruth's long-time record. One year later, Bonds would pass Hank Aaron, becoming the top home run hitter of all time. The San Francisco Giants outfielder was a huge superstar. But today, Bonds is in relative seclusion. The day after Barry Bonds broke Ruth's record, the words steroids and performance-hancing drugs were all over the news. Publications lined up to take shots at the new home run king. The New York Post went with, quote, junk Bonds. Baseball's worst-kept secret was unleashed. In 2003, federal agents raided the offices of a San Francisco company called the Bay Area Laboratory Cooperative. An anonymous tip claimed the place was pushing performance-enhancing drugs, steroids, to dozens of ballplayers. Its list of clients featured a lineup that included Barry Bonds. To this day, Bonds denies taking steroids, telling a grand jury he never knowingly took an illegal drug. That claim resulted in a perjury trial. He was found guilty, but appealed and won the appeal. Charges were dropped. Barry Bonds retired in 2007 after 22 seasons. He won seven MVP awards and played in 14 All-Star games, an impressive list, even before you add most home runs ever. But Bonds will never be inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he's not the only one. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Roger Clemens, Cooperstown will not be calling them anytime soon because all have been accused of abusing steroids. And here's something else you might not know. Before the Bond scandal, Major League Baseball had no official steroid policy. Owners unveiled a series of reforms after the steroid bonds thing. The first time a player is caught now, 80-game suspension. Second time, full season. Third time, you're out of there. Three strikes, and you are gone from Major League Baseball. Some fans believe that Barry Bonds and others should be in the Hall of Fame. I do not. If you cheat, and I know there wasn't a steroid policy, but taking drugs to boost your performance is cheating. So if you cheat, you should not be rewarded. Back after this. When you venture outside, face coverings may be required, and the kind of face cover you use matters a lot. The Boomer Naturals Protective Face Cover is a recommended covering for both adults and children. 
with three cloth layers infused with nano-silver technology, it reduces particles getting to your nose and mouth. The Boomer Naturals face covering is comfortable, easy to breathe, easy to speak, and made for excellent protection. They are in stock right now and will ship to you from the Boomer U.S. warehouse. The face covers can be used up to 30 days when you hand wash with soap and water, making them very affordable. Order yours today at BoomerNaturals.com. And if you use the code BILL20 at checkout, you'll save 20%. Please go to BoomerNaturals.com, your source for excellent face covers. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.